your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Time Machine, sponsored by Retro Days. Retrodays.org. Go over there and check that out. D-A-Z-E. And uh, have you seen this week's RD's detention, Mick? Uh, probably not. Which? What's the subject this week? RoboCop. No, I have not seen that one yet. I just saw it this morning. And, uh, oh, it's I'm great. usually three to four days behind on that stuff, so... Yeah, I'll get around to it, but I hadn't watched it yet. You've got to go watch that one. He uh, So uh, R.D. tries to escape detention to go to a Millie Vanilli concert, and he gets uh, trapped in the hallway with that uh, huge, <laughs> whatever it's called, the, the one that's got the two legs that shoots up the guy in the office mm-hmm. from RoboCop 2. <laughs> Corners them in the hallway and uh, like shoots an outline of bullets. <laughs> up against the wall around him and he's going to go back and uh and and get his robocop gear on and take it out (laughs) it's funny it's it was a good time Uh, those guys are doing a fantastic job yeah a lot of laugh out loud moments in the in this most recent episode so go check that out the retro days channel on youtube and uh the, the rd's detention series very good stuff yeah and we've also been linking to it on the site uh, we have yes. We we still suggest people go to the Retro Days channel and watch it, but we put the direct link to, so they can go to the Retro Days channel and watch it because uh, that stuff's too good not to share. Very fun. All right, so uh, I'm fresh off RetroCon. I came home with a <laughs> bag full of just random stuff, and it got me thinking. As far as our topic this week, what do we collect? What is some of our most prized collectibles that we have. And the first question I was going to ask you, Mick, is how much of your stuff from your childhood collection, I'll say, your toys and everything, do you still have? Were you able to preserve it, or did your mom throw a bunch of stuff in the yard sale one day and and freak you out? (laughs) I don't have very much of my original stuff left, but... Unfortunately, those situations you just described was exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I, as I grew older, decided to part with the things I had loved when I was younger to turn it into money to buy things for what I was then interested in. Uh, okay. Fortunately, my mom knew better and held on to a lot of that stuff. And it wasn't, you know, when you're 20, 21 years old, you're not as retro-minded as we are now. but So she waited till a little after that to even spring some of it on me that she still had. And oh, it just wow. Blew, yeah, and it just blew me away. And some of the things that I didn't know she had held on to until my oldest daughter was born, she presented one day, and she actually done it as a gift. It was wrapped up with baby wrapping paper and stuff. And I think it was at the baby shower, actually. And it was one that uh, my wife started opening, and, and my mom stopped her and said, let Mick open it. And I opened it up, and inside were most of, the ones that were not too damaged, were most of all of my childhood record books, cassette tape books, little golden books that she had held on to for us to have for our kids. 
So stuff like that is, I still have, you know, all of that now, obviously. They're a little worse for wear because I use them how they're intended. We've reread those books 10, 12 times each with both of our kids. So those things have been well used and well worn for the last 40 some odd years. And they show it, mm-hmm. but that just adds to their character. Absolutely. Yeah, my mom did none of that. <laughs> as soon as I was off to college, get this out of here. <laughs> it was gone. No, I remember um, we uh, were friends with kind of an underprivileged family, and I was a, I'm an only child, so I had it all, man. I was so spoiled. And it got to the point where I was in high school, I think, and she conned me into giving away some stuff to help this family because they didn't have really much of anything. Uh, so I parted with some of my figures, uh, like He-Man and uh, had He-Man Thundercats. I, I kept all my GI Joes at that point, I think. And then once I went to college, she everything that she could find, she gave to them, like without me knowing. <laughs> I was like, no. So I lost my Castle Grayskull, and I lost my... I had the Thundercats Lair, and I did lose some of my G.I. Joes and uh, some of my mask stuff. And so I was... That went the way of the Dodo. I have no idea. There was a few items, though, that she didn't get her hands on that I had, like, in different uh, other places in my room or in my closet boxed up somewhere that she couldn't find or didn't find. That I still have. So I still have a few pieces from my childhood. And those, some of those are, yeah, more of my uh, most prized items that I will get out once in a while and show the boys and just to get a, a fun little jolt of nostalgia, what it was like back then. I'll, you know, bust out my Walkman. And I remember doing that one time, like the first time they'd ever seen, here, get this to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And that was fun. And then they started calling the cassettes records or something. I was like, oh, yeah. face palm. But, uh, yeah, so I I'm, I wish I would have tried to save more of that stuff. And like you said, you're not thinking about years down the road at that time and how much you would really want to keep those nowadays right. for monetary reasons as well. But we got what we got, and now I guess – because I, I go back and I've I've tried to recollect some stuff that I've lost. Do you go back and or have you gone back and tried to recollect those pieces that you had from your childhood or you select, just kind of go everywhere? Select pieces. And, and like I was a huge Masters of the Universe fan. We know this. I was a huge G.I. Joe fan. We know this. But I'm not going out trying to collect everything I can G.I. Joe. There are specific figures that I'm looking for or, or that I have found since I started looking for them and their complete condition and things that it just ones that, that hold, you know, like I'm always big on what brings up these feelings of nostalgia. And we were talking on our G.I. Joe episode. Uh, I can remember when and where I got a lot of those G.I. Joe figures. Those are the ones I'm looking to replace. The ones that I can point to on the shelf or just walk by and see myself and get that warm, fuzzy feeling. There's no other. I don't care what it's worth these days. It, that stuff don't matter to me anymore. It's it's the feeling that it invokes, which is what everything we do at TRN is kind of right. centralized around. Uh, some things I, I, I ain't going to say collect, but I'll go track down on eBay and buy to share with my kids. We have a video, and I think it's on TRN, 
I just went and bought some pogs off of eBay just so I could mm-hmm. play them with my kids and introduce them to that <laughs> world. I bought board games that I remember playing as a kid off of eBay to, to play with the kids. But as far as actually collecting something, yes, uh, and you know this very well, I do collect old unopened wax packs of trading cards from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. If, if, if we're saying I'm collecting something, trying to get a lot of that would be it, is the old mm-hmm. trading cards. I got you. Yeah. It's weird because... I've gone back and well, I did. I did what you were talking about. About I don't know five or six years ago, I got huge back into Mobile Armor Strike Command mask as we know it, and I was like, I'm going to try to collect as much as I can. I actually became like a dealer on eBay, <laughs> trying to put like I'd buy huge lots of vehicles, try to put complete sets together, and the doubles that I had, I would sell back on eBay to kind of fund the next part of the collection. And I got through. I've I've almost got every vehicle and they're just packed away. I just have no room to put them anywhere, which kind of sucks. So at that time I'm selling back. I, I sold back a few GI Joe things of vehicles that I had from my childhood go bots. And, and now I'm, I'm regretting that I did that because <laughs> now <laughs> when I go to RetroCon, it's all about trying to get those items back. Uh, I just bought a havoc from uh, a friend of mine and that's the first time I got my Havoc back. I had that one as a kid. So trying to get those pieces, like you say, you want to get the ones that you remember having that when you look at, you're like, yeah, yeah, I remember playing with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, RetroCon 2 is one of those places that just will give you a total mind jolt on something that you remember you had. And then you're like, oh, do I want to spend that much <laughs> amount of money to get that back? And this time, one of the items, it's just kind of stupid, really, but back in the day, they made GoBots. I love GoBots. They made these GoBots that would blow bubbles. <laughs> you, like, folded it yeah. in half almost, and you dipped it in bubbles, and you could blow bubbles with these little GoBots. I remember having them. And they had them in the package for, I think they were wanting 20 or $25 on the card. I was like, No. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's cool, and I remember having it. I'm not going to pay $25. And then I ended up finding two of them in the dollar bin. So that was cool that I actually found a couple just to, to say I have them. But, yeah, you got to make some tough decisions when you're at places like that and you get something you was really attached to, maybe something beyond a GoBots bubble blower, that you've got to say, okay, yes, I do want this, and... I don't know if I'm ready to spend the money yet to get it back though. You know, well, I'll tell you what we are. I've been toying with the idea with all year. Like I said, this this stuff is not about the, the monetary value to me anymore. Mm -hmm. It's about the nostalgic value. My youngest daughter actually suggested this last year and she brought it up again last week. I am thinking of taking all of these pieces that mean so much to me and turning them into Christmas ornaments and doing a whole, 80s Christmas tree this year with G.I. Joe figure. You know, I don't care a bit actually to drill a tiny hole in Snow Job's head and put an eye screw in it to put a hook on it. And then I can take it back off and put it back on display. I, you know, it don't bother me that it's going to have a hole in his head. But I kind of like that idea because, uh-huh. you know, Christmas is my favorite season and here's all my favorite things. But I imagine I'd find myself just sitting in the living room in the dark, just staring at the tree for hours at a time. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you have to like set up the whole tree to where, you know, you've got the cobra people on one side and the Joes on the other, and they're having this like epic battle in the middle. Yeah. And <laughs> and right up at the top, instead of a star, it's gonna be a mermaid and Tila holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I like that I, idea. When I talk about what I going back and getting selective pieces. When it comes to Masters of the Universe, I had so many figures and vehicles. I don't need all that for the memories anymore. Like I, these days, I don't. I don't need to go out on eBay and find a too bad figure or, uh, you know, some of the lesser characters anymore. There are a few things like now I look for. I want to complete Prince Adam. I want to complete Orko because these have specific memories tied to those specific figures. I want a Hordak. A lot of people. And I fully understand that if I had the time and money, maybe I'd feel differently, too. Uh, a lot of people go out and they just want everything they can get. Right, yeah. And one of the newer things, I've not actually bought one. I've been looking at them on eBay, and they bring back a lot of memories. And that's old uh, coloring books, uncolored in. Because mm-hmm. like, I remember having old He-Man coloring books and G.I. Joe coloring books and WWF coloring books. I think I wouldn't mind have some of those on display in the house. So I, I may be getting into that market a little bit. So would you color in them? Nah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? Let me ask you before we get into our our top five here. So how do you display them? You say you got your museum. What is your museum? My museum is a set of shelves that I rearrange constantly. And right now the museum is under construction or deconstruction, you could say, because I'm currently transferring everything to our video recording studio setup. So in the new year or maybe before, when we record a video, you will be able to see various pieces of the retro collection on display in the background of our videos. And I'm making the shelves adjustable. So if I want you to see some classic comic books today, I can adjust the shelves to accommodate that. And we're lighting all of the shelves with LED tiny lights to make everything look beautiful and glisten. And yeah, so hopefully very soon people will be able to really enjoy all these pieces. Now, a lot of what's in the retro museum, I, I call it that. It's a retro collection, but we call it the retro museum. Uh, I don't go out and buy these things, but when stuff is presented to me, I add it to the retro museum. Like uh, here, I don't know, a couple months ago, was at my mom's house. And she has this old toy box that is just full of what you would call junk toys because every kid around comes there and they visit and they play and they get toys out and put them back. My kid's done it. And she was putting some stuff back. I'm like, wait a minute. She had an old uh, Fry Guy uh, McDonald's Happy Meal toy. I'm like, let mm-hmm. me see that. And I looked. It's like from 1987. She said, you can take it home if you want to. Well, it's in the retro museum now, you know, because it's just a, it's it's just a remind, you know, it's a happy meal right. toy. It has its place, but I'm not crazy over collecting anything like that. But I don't look a gift horse in the mouth either. If it if it's from the 80s or 90s and I was into it, it's going on going on a shelf in here. Cool. I can't wait to see your setup there. Because have you seen the video? We filmed two, but I think we only posted one. I, I don't know if I added it to the retro network, but on my old retro rewind show on youtube 
I had my youngest with me, and she went to the retro museum and picked out five random pieces. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, and and she just surprised me. I didn't even know what she got, and we just talked about them, and I told her the stories. I may have to do some more of those videos with her, too, because— That was fun, yeah. The fact that it just surprised me what she was, I didn't know what she was picking. And so, and she made me close my eyes and she put it in my hand and said in front of me. And when we was recording it, it was, there was, there was one, I don't know if it was in that episode or the next one where I was like silent for a minute, just cause it's a piece I hadn't paid attention to in forever. And you know, those memories just come flooding back and I couldn't talk for a minute. And mm-hmm. so. that was fun. Yeah. It's, it's funny what they think are is cool. And then you're like, no, you should have got something else. <laughs> this is this is well, uh I will say this about the museum though. Uh-huh. Every single piece I have has a story, a personal story. Just like that fry guy thing. It, it's not a big collectible, but I have a story about it. And so when she puts those things in front of me, I do have a story to tell about every single piece there. Yeah, I wish I had a room. I I don't have a room. I don't have half a room to put <laughs> <laughs> to put out what I want to put out in my whole collection. Most of it's stored away. Um, at one point, I had a third of my wife's china cabinet, and she finally said enough is enough. So she, uh, we went out to a thrift store, and I got a display case with three shelves that the got the glass front. You can open up and slide the doors above so you can keep it open. And I will move stuff in and out of that some. It's in our uh, living room right now. And I've got, I I typically do like a Batman level because I love collecting Batman stuff. And then the other two are just kind of random, whatever I want to throw up there at the time and, and get out and, and have the kids take a look at for a little bit and, and put on the shelf. So I've got that that I've, and I've actually, with my decoupage hobby that I do, I did the top of that shelf in all uh, G.I. Joe comic book pages. So that was fun. That was kind of like my first project doing that. And it turned out pretty well. And I wanted to do the sides. I never did get to the sides. But I did do the back of the shelf. So when you're looking at the stuff on the shelves, like back behind all the Batman stuff is a bunch of Batman images. And in the middle, I think I did Star Wars, and the bottom was just random kind of 80s stuff. But I, that was fun to do to kind of make your own little display case instead of just you know buying something from Walmart and, and putting your, your pieces right. in there. You're making it your own. Um, I still have a few glass collectibles in the, the China cabinet. Just very few, though. <laughs> have you seen uh, when Adam posts pictures from his retro room? I've seen, yes. Man, that place just looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. We need to get him as part of this podcast. We may have to get him to post some some of those, repost some of those pictures on his Twitter or Instagram Absolutely. page or something because he just has an awesome retro room. It reminds me of like a KB Toys because when you walked into KB Toys, it seemed like the shelves or the, the walls on that thing went all the way up to the ceiling and there was like pegged figures card backs on pegs all oh, the man. way up to the ceiling. Uh, and there was like no room to move around in those little aisles and KB toys. You know, I didn't think about it when we started talking about this, but I had a room the first house, the wife and I lived in when we got married, that was nothing but wall to wall, floor to ceiling toys in packages. And it was a, 
I was big into collecting action figures then, but then we was going to have a kid and I sold it off for a bunch of money. Cause I had to have that room for a baby nursery and buy stuff. But <laughs> I had, it was literally wall to wall, floor to floor wow. in package action figures. And I had some shelves in there that was full of stuff. And Oh my God. I had, I even had other, I ain't gonna say weird stuff, but I had from Austin Powers two movie at Spencer's gifts when you'd walk in there for a while, they had those life-size cardboard stand-ups that talked uh-huh. to you. Uh-huh. I bought those from them, the Dr. <laughs> Evil and Austin Powers. Nice. So when you'd walk into the room, they'd start talking to you. you know, <laughs> Welcome to my lair. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make you horny, well. baby? <laughs> yeah. You did that too well, man. <laughs> and I have, uh, I had, well, I have, I had a Darth Vader one too, same way, life size from different one. Oh no, it oh. wasn't a Darth Vader. I had the uh, uh, Darth Maul from the Phantom Menace, oh, okay. life size. Wipe them out. <laughs> oh man, those were some great collectibles back then. I still have a uh, lava lamp I bought from Spencer's. Oh, my daughter loves lava lamps. My oldest, she's got one in her room. It's fun stuff. All right, well, let's get on to it. We talked about enough of our our setup here. What is one of your favorite uh, items in your collection? An honorable mention. My favorite antique would have to be my wife. (laughs) 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 Uh, I hope you have a comfortable couch, sir. I'm serious. Don't worry about it. You're serious? <laughs> uh, let's see. One of my Yikes. prize collectibles. I don't. I don't even know how to rank these things because they all have special value. Uh, I'll just start with one of my prize GI Joe figures that I have complete, and that is uh, a snow job figure, 100% complete, not in the most pristine condition, but it's one of my favorite pieces because it is one of the very few pieces of my G.I. Joe collection of my G.I. Joe that I owned originally. I've owned that snow job since, you know, I was mm-hmm. really young. And we had this, um, he was one of my favorite characters because we had this long sloping chair in front of the fireplace. I don't know, it was almost like a racetrack feeling thing. And I'd put him on those skis and I'd run him down there and over the humps and stuff. I used to wear that figure out. And I've got it kind of front and center on uh, one of the shelves in there and my kids will start to get it. And that's one of the few pieces I'm like, no, 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 don't touch it. <laughs> because You know, the plastic gets brittle. So I don't mind them touching stuff, but let's just not chance it. Let's right. just, let's just look at it. If anybody's going to play with it again, it's going to be me. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, my first pick, I'm just going to stay in the GI Joe world. I just recollected that havoc and that was one that I had at a kid that I loved. It could just take the thing apart and it had tons of missiles on it. You take that little hovercraft off the back and you can put, you know, two Joes up front, lay them down in the thing. That was really uh, one of my favorites, but it's the sky striker that I still have from my childhood. Oh yes. Um, I've still got all of the missiles for it. Uh, a couple of the little doors and stuff where the landing gear comes out. Those have come off, uh, snapped off, whatever. And the canopy itself won't snap on anymore. But I still have the Ace figure and his little half of a helmet that goes oh, with it. Wow. I don't know how I've kept that part of the, 
<laughs> part I of it together. Because you could just turn them upside down and the thing falls off. Yeah, know? I don't know how you still have that either because that is one of the most lost accessories in the history of G.I. Joe right there. Right. And the only thing I can think of is I kept them in the, you know, the cockpit and kept it closed or taped shut or something all these years to to keep that. But yeah, just that sound. Oh, I wish I, I should have grabbed it before I came in here. The, the sound of going, you know, putting the landing gear up and down on that thing is just so satisfying. That real clunk. You know, toys clunked back then. <laughs> yep, they did. And just hearing that sound is like, yes. Oh, yeah, it just takes you right back. But, yeah, I keep that thing right on top of my display case out there in my Havoc and my Triple T now is, is parked right next to it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm getting an arsenal, you know, of G.I. Joe's back now. And and that was uh, that's the main piece of, that I still have from my, my childhood. I have a couple other from my childhood that I'll, I'll get to, but that thing is just uh, – Oh, I, that's one when my friends come over, they're like, oh, let me see this. <laughs> I'm like, just be careful. <laughs> well, my next one is a two-way tie because they kind of go together. One of the, beside, I can't, I can't put this above those children's books that my mom saved for me. But the next best thing she saved for me and she gave me, well, when we had kids, uh, when I think when my second one was born. She kept all of my original Legos and Constructs toys still nice. in big plastic bins. And my kids, when I got those things from her, my kids were just little toddlers. But they quickly learned to have fun playing with Legos. And even to this day, we get down on the floor together. And my kids are 15 and 13. <laughs> and I'm too old to care. But we get down on the floor and we just start building Lego stuff or construct stuff. You know, it's just a world of fun. And Tiny, who listens to the show, it's been a little over a year ago. Somehow, maybe he found his old constructs or, or maybe bought some from or somebody gave some. I don't know. But his little nephew, he introduced him to him. And he was just telling me, he goes, man, it was so fun just watching his eyes light up. And we were building stuff and just any kind of building toy like that. Yeah. can really connect you with somebody because you're, you can do it together. So still having all those original Legos and, and I was big into Lego back then. So I have a big box full of Legos. Unfortunately, I don't have the instructions for putting stuff together anymore, but fortunately you can get those on the internet. That's right. But unfortunately this is a massive box and they, none <laughs> of it organized and finding <laughs> the exact pieces you need is a real chore. I was never really big into Legos as a kid, and it wasn't until our kids came along that we started having a huge collection of them. And yeah, it's just fun. We somebody gave us a box full of the really big, hard plastic Legos blocks. Or what I don't know whatever you call them. They're not Lego brand, but they're the huge ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'll still play those with my daughter. She'll get those out, and we'll build little houses and stuff. She loves playing with those. So, yeah, it's just something about being able to create something, you know, on your own or, you know, follow the instructions to a set, whichever one you're doing. Legos, they're just classic, man. Oh, yeah. I love my Legos. Really good stuff there. Um, All right. Another one for me that's probably my most, uh, even above the Sky Striker, I would say, because it's just so random and... 
you know, we've been talking about my love for stickers and trapper keepers and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I have my 1984 sticker album. And by sticker album, I mean it is this book that you put stickers in. It wasn't like, you know, Panini made all those sticker albums back then of He-Man oh, and Voltron yes. and all those. I actually still have my original Voltron Panini album, but it's not wow. complete. So I don't know how in the world. I'm sure they sell those stickers online, eBay or something, but I never finished that album. But this was, uh, you just find in the, I don't know where we found it, and probably Kmart or Ames or someplace like that. And it's just pages of, all right, they'll, you open up a page and it's a certain theme. This is the holiday pages. This is the scratch and sniff pages. This is whatever. And I went through it. uh it's been several years ago and scanned those for rediscover the eighties. Wow. And, uh, I'll, I'll throw a picture up of the cover and, and one of the insides, but you can find the whole thing over there. It, it's just so random. And there's puffy stickers in there. There's, you know, master universe and Knight rider and a team and all these kinds of stickers. And then there's scratch and sniff stickers and random stuff. There's those stickers that were, they look like they had like, oil or something on the inside there's like <laughs> liquid you know and you could move it around mm-hmm. and the like holographic stickers we were talking about so having that it was just captures 1984 to a t you know all the stuff that i was into the characters and even there's video game characters in there like Qbert and Right on the front, I have one of those huge like foil stickers you'd get on your way out of Kmart or Ames that you could you know buy for a quarter or whatever. And it's this huge like one-eyed robot-looking thing. <laughs> I mean, it looks like RoboCop, like RoboCop and Cyborg had a baby. This thing, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just totally like I said, it's just totally random stuff that. Uh, was just important to me at the time that I went out and bought stickers for to put in this album. So I have that. It's got some of my own handwriting in there. It's got, you know, your name and address and phone number and everything in the front. (laughs) So somebody could have stole my identity in 1984. Oh, wow. But um, I love it. And I really miss the concept of a sticker album, which is, uh, you know, a book primarily just to put stickers in. Right. And you can arrange them however you want to, you know. So I well, hold I hold that near and dear. Thank God for scrapbooking. You could make you one. <laughs> now. Yeah, I guess so. But, but forget a scrapbook. Know. You've got a trapper keeper. You can get some some good solid cardstock. Hit it with a three hole punch. You can make your own sticker album inside that trapper keeper. Probably just, just something to. And maybe if you mod or, or or whatever that stuff you call it is your hobby there where you're. Glue and paper and stuff, whatever. What's decoupage. it called? Decoupage. 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 Make you some decoupage pages to then put the stickers on. Just a thought. Work. That could work. Well, next up on my list, uh, I'm going to have to say, you, you, you're familiar with the toy Little People, right? Yep. Uh, my brother, that was one of his favorite toys because that was kind of a big toy when he was younger. He's my older brother. Uh, and their family was big into camping, and we were going on a camping trip one year when I was really young, and Mom bought me this Little People camping set. 
And it's Ooh. a little Jeep-like thing, and it has a little pop-up camper where you actually fold it out. It makes a pop-up camper. <laughs> it has all the little accessories, little picnic table with benches and grill, and it's got a dog and a family. And it's even got a, a summer camp bus that comes with it. <laughs> it's all the pieces that go in the pop-up camper, the little bed and stuff. And I've lost a lot of the pieces, but I still have that whole set. That's one thing she never would let me get rid of. And I've got it, and it's actually not in the museum. I don't know if you'd call this it's in a special place or not, but it's actually in the master bedroom up on a top shelf where I can see it more <laughs> than I can see stuff in the retro museum. I got you. So, uh, I remember, and I can remember, we went to Bear Tree Campground that year. Like I said, everything I've got has a story. Yeah. And I remember just playing with that out in the dirt. and uh, Every now and then. Uh, maybe twice a year I'll walk by it and I'll stop and I'll open up the pop-up camper and let it air out a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so that's the, the third prize possession on my list. That's cool. I have very vivid memories because I have pictures from Christmas would have been 80, 85, I think Christmas of 85 because I, I got a camera that year. It was this just cheap, uh, what is it, 110 film mm-hmm. with a little cartridge camera. And it had the little uh, slot to put the flash bulbs in. I think there was like six on a strip. Oh. So if you wanted to use your flash. I got that for Christmas that year. It had a GoBot sticker on it. So it was a GoBots camera. And I used that for years. It took great pictures. And so that year... For Christmas, when I got it, of course, I took pictures of all the stuff I got for Christmas that year. And I got like a, uh, it was like a blue Ghostbusters sweatshirt that I got. Uh, I had my dad hold up my He-Man Panini sticker book that I got that year. (laughs) I got him modeling it. I got a GoBots jigsaw puzzle that I put together on the the kitchen table and took a picture of it. Uh, But that year, the prized possession, which I still have, the original one was a die-cast Voltron. Ooh. The Matchbox die-cast Voltron. Soon after, the only casualty it's had, well, when I was a kid, was one of the ears of the yellow line popped off, and I could never get the thing to stay on, and it's been since lost. But it's the old clunky metal. It's really heavy. I went out and bought, they did a... um, a newer version of it just, I think it was last year when the new show came out to Netflix and all that. And they did the 84 version uh-huh. and it's almost twice as tall as the one that I had from a kid, but it's the one that I have from a kid is like twice as heavy because <laughs> it's all metal <laughs> and Oh, it's so glorious. And I will just get that out once in a while and change it from the lions back to the, back to Voltron on my shelf it's on my on a dresser in my bedroom i've got some stuff in there too i keep that up there and then just every once in a while i'll go back and forth between the two just for the sake of doing it you know and the the heads of the the arms shot off you press a little button they were spring-loaded that you could shoot those off and it was great i I wasn't huge into transformers and i've always been like a gobots apologist because those were more my thing there because i loved hot wheels i loved matchbox so I didn't have a lot of Transformers. And that I always 
thought of more or less as a transformer uh, going back and forth the like the original devastator you know yeah <laughs> so i've kept that and i kept that one close even when i was a kid i remember like not taking it outside not taking it over to friends house when my friends were over i made sure they were very careful with it you know so i still have that that's one of my one of my top ones well, I was a big GoBots fan, too. I, I wasn't into Transformers. I love the GoBots cartoon. And just a little quick side story. My grandmother passed away in early 2000s, maybe 2005-ish. No, actually later than that, like 2006-ish, maybe. Mm-hmm. And nobody was ever allowed in her bedroom, ever. It stayed locked. She didn't allow anybody in there. Well, after she passed away, they actually debated whether or not to go in there, but they did. And I was up there after the family had went in, and my aunt, who lived with them, said, here you go. So I want you to have this. It was a mint-in-package go-bot uh, of, what What was the train name? Loco? Loco, yeah. Yeah, Loco. It was Loco. And I'm like, where, where did this come from? She said, oh, it it was in mom's room. I'm like, what do you mean it was in her bedroom? She put her hand on my hand and said, honey, she bought toys all the time for when you kids came around and she just never gave them all away. She said, we've oh. give, we've give them all away this week. And she said, we saved one for you. And I'm like, oh, this stuff is 20 years old and it's meant and pat and it's been in her bedroom the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's just how my grandmother was, you know, uh-huh. she wanted to have something if she need or, Maybe uh, uh, she had like 14 grandkids. It's easy to forget birthdays and things. Right. Yeah. Uh, just Keep a little uh, supply uh, on hand. Exactly. So, yeah, I've got that. It's not one of my prized possessions, not on this list. Everything I've got is a prized possession, but that's that's in the museum too, my mental card loco figure. Cool. Very cool. That was one that I still have from my childhood of my GoBots that managed the uh, the eBay carnage when I was, <laughs> when I was selling them back. <laughs> And I just missed it, so I'm glad I didn't. I still had one from my childhood. Well, I'm gonna make my next pick pretty quick because we talked about it on our last actual podcast, and that is the Family Home Entertainment VHS tape GI Joe episode Satellite Down that I got for Christmas mm-hmm. that I've held on to for all these years, and uh, that's one thing I can look at and just there's numerous memories that come back. My love of GI Joe, the Christmas we got it, Christmas in general, yeah. So that that's my second from the top, I would say. Cool. I'm going to throw one out there that is not one from my childhood, finally. Wow. <laughs> I was, uh, so I, like I said, I'm huge into Batman. Batman's always been my favorite character. Uh, grew up watching the 66 series in the afternoons and Super Friends. You know, uh, I, we were talking about doing a, a Scooby Doo collaboration. Of course, my favorite episode is the one with Batman and Robin in the rotating house. Uh, I've just always loved Batman. And of course, when 89 hit, it was just mind-blowing, and it was just great to be a part of that time. I actually picked up the bank that was wrapped with the cereal at RetroCon this year for two bucks. Wow. <laughs> so that's in, my, uh, that's in my case now, part of my collection. But I so in the last, um, I don't know, maybe five or so years, I've gone back and tried to collect some vinyl mainly LPs that I just never had uh, 
you know, back in the time, back in the eighties, mom always got 45. So we hardly had any LPs. And so I've gone back and collected a bunch of albums that just I've never had before. I might know a couple songs on there, but just based on if I like the artist or like those couple songs that I do know, I'm I'm going to get the album. So we're this was just totally random, total luck. I'm at uh, Goodwill, and Goodwill, at least our Goodwill, only has vinyl records that are like from the. 40s 50s they stink to high heaven the the sleeves are all damaged all the records look like somebody has gone ice skating on them you know it's just Mm -hmm. horrible condition and just for some reason that day i went over to to flip through them i found the 1966 batman album oh it's not in the best of shape I just uh, put it on the uh, put it on put the needle down about a week ago. It was right before RetroCon, and my little girl was dancing to it. So it plays. It's 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 not clean, but it plays. <laughs> Bought it for a dollar. Holy um, cow! And it's just the most the the album cover is great. It's that classic image of Batman and Robin. It's it's that purple with the white circle and them kind of running through it. The tracks on it are just fun, you know, 60s style music <laughs> that <laughs> makes you want to just, you know, do the Watusi, the Batusi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found that for a dollar. I was like, I'm never going to find something like this again. And I keep that in the mainly in that case. Sometimes, like I said, we'll get it out and I'll put it with uh, my other collection and and spin it just for the fun of it. But. That combines my Batman and my vinyl collection together, you know. I thought that would be a good choice for our list. Yeah. Well, the the first thing on my list, and it it's, holds no meaning to anybody, but you remember in the 80s when you could get uh, Smurf Berry Crunch cereal and Smurf Magic Berries cereal? I do. You remember that? I do. Well, on once upon a time on the back of Smurfberry cereal, back when it was first released, they printed a game. And it had these little pieces, little cardboard pieces that you'd cut out and try fold into a little triangle and tape them together to be your pieces to use, your little characters. My mom cut that game out and we played it forever. <laughs> and I can't remember a time I ever asked to play it that she wouldn't. And, you know, that's something that she held on to as well. And I have the back of that cereal box. It's kind of raggedy now. And the pieces are raggedy. Wow. But you can still play it. And uh, I'm not going to go into the whole story behind it. But that that holds. That may be the most nostalgic piece that I have that I own. Uh, nice. Man, you know, I need to. That would make a fun <laughs> video to get that out and play that on video with Absolutely. one of the daughters. Absolutely, hmm. man. I'm going to have to look into that. But that's my favorite piece uh, that I have. Even from a cereal box. That's crazy. It, it's the, From a nostalgic point of view, it is the most valuable piece in my collection. Cool. Uh, I'm trying to, trying to figure out where to go with this last one because I've got a couple things. Uh, I still have a baseball from a, a home run I hit in Little League. Oh, wow. <laughs> that I, I And it was one of only two home runs I ever hit. So 
having that that baseball and still having it, I wrote on the side of it the date and my name and who we were playing and all that. I keep that, but I don't know. I don't get into. I don't know if you have ever uh, got into like the exclusive things that they offer, like Comic Con exclusives through websites and stuff. I just I've never bought into just trying to get because it's so expensive and yeah they do have some very very unique things and cool things and I, i've been fortunate to get a couple things based on just uh an online store having it after the fact and nobody else bought it you know what i mean <laughs> so i never i've never got into the exclusives um one that i've i think it's kind of a prized possession for me just because it's gi joe and i collected the whole Creo set um, when they came out with the G.I. Joe Creos, which is like the Legos for people who don't know. Um, right. They did a Comic-Con exclusive Triple T tank with Sergeant Slaughter, Ooh. his Marauders, and then Destro's uh, Iron Grenader, all of his Joes. So there's like 10, I think 10 minifigures in there. It's got the Triple T tank. And it all comes in a what, what looks like to be a VHS box, like three sleeves <laughs> that go that fit in one like VHS collection box. Wow! Um, I I bought that. I think it was from Entertainment Earth a few years back, and I have gotten that out and and put it all together and everything. When I had my uh, my Creos out and had like the uh, I've got the platform and I've got the Terradrome. When I had those set up and stuff, it looked great with all that. I just don't have room for <laughs> to display anything before, but that's just one that I just happened to get. I, like I said, I'm not into like the exclusives and all that, but to be collecting that line and just to be fortunate enough to get that one piece that was an exclusive for that collection was I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never. Have you ever pre-ordered? Something like you've seen it, you wanted it so bad that you went ahead and pre-ordered it online. No, I, not that I can think of. Uh, not with movies, not with books, not with games or toys. I've just never been that into something. Okay, I, I've done this once. <laughs> so I was torn between what I just mentioned as my final. I'm going to throw this one out too just because it's the only thing I've ever pre-ordered. NECA makes these figures based on like the Nintendo games. So they like did a Rambo and they did a Robocop and they did a Batman and they're all like this kind of almost pixelated quality in some cases. And they're like a different paint scheme. Like the, the Batman that I have is purple because it was like purple and like light blue in the Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like those figures. They're the bigger ones. I don't collect many large figures like the six inch size. The ones that, Came that as soon as I heard they were coming out with, I had to get, and it's the only thing I've ever really pre-ordered, and that's the Contra figures that they did. Oh, and I've got, <laughs> I've actually, uh, at, speaking of Lego, at one point I got into doing my own like eight-bit uh, Lego figures. So like I did a one of the Contra guys laying down, and I did like a Lego. <laughs> I built like a Lego of of that guy uh, laying down from the uh, Nintendo game. I love Contra so much, but I went out and I, I pre-ordered these. I remember getting them and, and setting them up and they're really cool. They have 
all of the different guns and you can you've got these like clear posts that you can like make a spread so he's like shooting like the four bullets from the gun or three whatever it is mm-hmm. those between that sergeant slaughter set and then those contra figures of the like of modern stuff i would say those are like more my prized possessions from the, like the you know just the last several years and not vintage cuz i will i i go back and forth i love going to thrift stores and stuff but i also like some of the stuff that they put out today too so right. yeah okay so i'm i guess i'm done that's uh <laughs> between <laughs> between those two um so you've not, n- never really gotten uh, into the pre-orders or exclusives or anything like that no nothing that i can think of uh yeah no uh, now I've done when I was younger I'd done mail away orders. Mm-hmm. Mailed away we had the uh mail away Cobra Commander figure way back in the day. Mm-hmm. We had the mail away fridge figure back in the day. But that that's not a pre order. that's an only order, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I never was I've never been even as an adult, I'm not a pre order kind of guy. I'm more of a I will wait till the shine wears off of it, and we'll get it at a huge discount six months from now. Yeah, yeah, I've always been that same way. I just, I, it's, it's weird because I love having a story behind it, and it just stuff like that I didn't have as a kid, like that record that I found at, at Goodwill. Just finding stuff at random to me is more fun collecting than than doing a pre order or or doing something specific. Okay, I get a, I'm. I'm signed up for the master universe classics and the next figure is this and I'll be getting him and the next figure is going to be this. And I'm, you know, it's not like a subscription thing. It's more just like at random stuff that I love finding. So, and you can, you can do that. I guess a little bit online. Like I said, if you're, if you're waiting till the end and Oh, let's see what's on clearance. Right. (laughs) Clearance shopping too. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Well, um, I guess, was that it? Did we go through five each? Yeah, you got anything did. else you want to add? Uh, no, uh, well, maybe, but I think I'll save it for. Uh, okay. You want to tell them what we're going to do with this list? Uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, basically. I've taken pictures of everything I mentioned today. We're gonna put it up on uh, Patreon. I'm gonna throw a, a couple out just to our regular social media, so you'll get a little taste of that. But if you want to uh, help us over there on Patreon for just two bucks, you get to see uh, everything that we're talking about. In full color. Right. And I'll probably throw a few things out on social media too, but I'll probably save a few pieces, some secret pieces that I'll just put on Patreon along with these five too. I've I've got a couple of those too that I didn't mention. Cool. Okay. So yeah, we're going to put pictures of those all over there on uh, Patreon for you to to check out and uh, tell us some of your most prized possessions this week. Uh, Leave a comment to our show notes there on the Retro Network website or... Hit us up on Twitter or something, and, and let us know what's your uh, what's your prized possession that you uh, keep under lock and key from the kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would love to hear some of that this week. <laughs>